What's going on, y'all? James Hicks here from Infotainment News and ITN Live. Look, been wanting to do this for a long time. This being starting a podcast to go along with the with the site and go along with the other social media platforms we have. But been always trying to find the right platform to use. Right, been looking for how to get the message out to our engaged readers, our engaged viewers how to really how to monetize and believe it or not I found the right platform that's getting the job done that's going to be easy to use and easy to set up that platform is anchor anchor is a one-stop shop for recording hosting and distributing your podcast best of all it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use and now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. Check it out. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now. This is an ad for Anchor, if you didn't guess that by now. Check it out. If you want to get started with Anchor, if you want to start sending out your message, owning your own platform, broadcasting your message, go to anchor.fm slash start. Join me, join the rest of the diverse uh, authors and owners of content out there. Get your podcast off the ground. Let us know where it is. Talk to you soon. Y'all be cool. Good morning. Good afternoon. I think it's still morning for me here on the West Coast. What uh, Good day, folks. Welcome to Perspectives and Focus. My name is James Hicks. Uh, today, we are going to have a, a, a fun conversation. We're going, to, we're going to talk very technically, but we're going to have an interesting conversation to make it relative to, to everyone out there. Uh, behind the scenes, I have Sarah Savelli. Sarah is a global manufacturing science and technology project manager who is focused on cell and gene technologies at a very large life science and biotechnical organization. Her organization is, is leading is a leading supplier for active chemical ingredients and solutions to the pharmaceutical and agrochemical industry. Today's discussion, you know, is going to be focused on, on making these incredibly technical terms and functions and processes more relatable to each of us, the consumer. Uh, we're essentially going to be answering the question of why her role and her company matter to the greater good. And we're going to really try to dive into understanding the technology behind the science. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Sarah Savelli to the show. Sarah, how are you doing today? Hi, great. Thank you, James. Thanks for having me today. Fantastic, fantastic. I'd be remiss if I didn't at least say hello to the folks who are joining us. I told people that I was talking to a rock star today. So people are are, are jumping in and, and saying and showing their appreciation, mm -hmm. saying hello. So thank you all Hi. for joining the conversation. And if you have a question for... For Sarah, please put a cue in front of it, and we can probably dialogue and, and converse about that as well. So, Sarah, I tell you what, I gave kind of the the quick elevator introduction of you, but it's it's always best to have the individual actually speak and say who they are. So, if you don't mind telling the people who you are, absolutely. So, let's say for the long journey, uh, I am manufacturing science and technology scientist, and I work in science and technology. Uh, for a small group of individuals that uh, are familiar with the uh, terminology that I'm using in the biotech My role is thank you so much in science and technology project manager. So um, 
you know, steam allergens and the EVs and worker work for in the large bike industry. And uh, we manufacture YC drugs. And the role of NSAT is very particular. So let's say that NSAT plays a critical role in technology transfer. So technology transfer is a process of transferring a technology from two entities, right? So, and in my context, these entities are sending units, uh, which is the global unit, client research based organization to a receiving units, which is the CBMO, right? So industry has the ability to manufacture uh, drug products and to ensure that the drug product is safe and effective uh, for the end user. So why the technology transfer is so important? So the technology transfer yeah, per se isn't a policy, right? So, so aspect of my work that it is a management requirement from a regulatory standpoint. So basically ensures that a research is probably transferred to the fleet qualification. So and that's a silver team to say to make sure that gaps are identified in preclinical phase and there are fixed or mitigated before these drugs are actually used, right? So that's the high level summary of what I do. That's the 30,000 foot level for the people like me sitting in the back of the room. If you, if you could, so, so again, how that translates, how that relates to, to us either again, from a, uh, an understanding of your role and I guess an understanding of, of your organization and, and how that relates to us on a day-to-day basis, what, what you do, right? How do I see what you do in terms of what, what I do on a daily basis for myself and for my family? Again, are there products, services, um, what, I, I don't want to put in any words in your mouth, but again, are, 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 what are the aspects of what you do at your organization and how do I take advantage of your research? Absolutely. And so, yes, I mean, we don't do MSAT doesn't do research, actually. We are mainly involved in translating that research, right? So we make sure that the manufacturing process that is behind, you know, the drug itself, the physical drugs that is delivered into the end user is robust enough, right? And meet all the requirements for the drug product to be safe and effective. So, and that's an important portion because if we are not creating it in the job that I do, I'm not generating the badge, the that stage of transfer actually delivering the agents, but it's a preparation phase, right? So it, we, we make so sure that everything is all set, right? So the equipment's ready, uh, facilities ready, right? The materials are ready, mm-hmm. and everything meets the GMP requirements. The GMP requirements are good manufacturing practices. And there's simply a set of rules and procedures that are adopted by our pharmaceutical industry to make sure that they, you know, the people a drug and safe for the for the end user. So um, there will be a little bit of simple words. Got you, um, got you. Okay. But it's cross-functional activity. So let me it's cross-functional. So really work as a team. So I take care of the portion that is regards to the manufacturing process and the materials approved for using the manufacturing process and make sure that all the apps are closed. But of course, there are thousands of aspects, right? And quickly, you can basically take care of and maybe then quality control, quality assurance. And so we really, you know, work as a team to make sure that we are you know, delivering this benefit again. So, because that's what we do while we're leading life saving drugs and life saving drugs has kind of value, like the advantages in your advantages. And uh, yeah, I think that's uh, exactly okay. what it's, it's job also. 
appreciate that because because that actually is the statement that I was looking for, right? The quality assurance aspect, right? So you you're providing technical expertise around quality assurance for for uh, the the products and services that, that your organization is delivering. Exactly. Now you, you talked about a lot of medic medical uh, issues and things like that. There, there's a ton of things that are out there affecting society today. Now, are, are there specific uh, ailments out there that that your organization is focused on? Uh, you know, you know, cancer. You know, the world stopped for eighteen Absolutely. months because yeah. of COVID and things of like that. Are, are there something specific that you're focused on? Absolutely. So we need to make a difference because my environment changes to a world for is a large So as you really mentioned in the very beginning, uh, we specialize in this entire biotechnology, right? So. Uh, I can speak to the solid ginger jump those at the mm-hmm. of the solid technologies. So well, maybe it's worth explaining what solid gene technology is, right? So um it is let's say that this turbines are groundbreaking discoveries and I really like the find groundbreaking discoveries because uh, they they really have the, the ability to treat to, to cure and variety of diseases from you know genetic disorder disease cancer, uh, you know, what is metabolic, even metabolic disorders, and uh, they really have the ability to offer a better quality of life uh, to special those individuals that had unmet clinical needs uh, and they don't have other treatment options. So, and why is that? Because, I mean, I like, you know, defining some G-Turkey's as advanced medicinal therapy products, therapy medicinal products, so ATMs as European Commission likes to define them. And, uh, you know, there are, you know, of course, terapies used in humans and based on cell genes, tissues. And so, uh, many protocols are combined, right? So, the cell and gene technology, meaning that you, you know, uh, isolate cells from source uh, that can, you know, like the patient uh, or patient material is the applications of tolerance or it can be a dollar is the applications of the gene. Why? Isolating from a dollar population. Next door, in the end, right after the manufacturing process, uh, if you uh, want to build a specific drug to treat a variety of patients, and that's uh, you know a genetic classification. And so, cell therapy, gene therapy, focuses on uh, transfer of genetic material, right, to so, to a body, you know, to organism, and uh, that you know genetic transfer. And it happens, uh, yeah, a vector, like a carrier. It can be viral vector, non viral vector if it's a plasmid. And then you really insert sequences, trying to create a recombinant DNA. And then, you know, when this approach is combined with salt therapy, what you do is you really have some cells with good spandex before you carry that genetic modification. And then you will really expand that. It's, you know, try to reach the uh, clinical therapy those uh, to then return those cells uh, uh, into other patients or, you know, Deliver the salts to and multiple patients again if it's the application. So that's the summary of what someone does. I got it. I got it. And, and thank you again for going in, in the clarity and, and in detail on that because, again, I, I think a lot of times I'll talk to folks on the front end, right? Folks either on, on, the, on, on the marketing side, on, on, on purely the business side of talking about what an organization does and, and what their product, service, and we're offering is. But now we're peeling layers back. Now I'm, I'm talking to someone like 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 you, Sarah, who sees behind the scenes, kind of talks the what goes how uh, I hate to say this, how the sausage is made, right? But again, and, and then we're, we're translating that, hopefully trying to translate that to us, the individual, us, the end consumer, uh, for 
understanding the value of the work that happened. So again, folks, like I said, we were, we were going to talk about the technology behind the science. Um, and, and Sarah, PhD is the person to talk to. Again, if you got a question about some of the offerings and the things that, that she does from a technology perspective, please do bring those up. Let me, let me ask you, I guess, what, what drives that passion for you? That, that passion for science, that passion for, for information, that passion for, uh, that quality assurance, making sure that what you and what your organization does. So let's, let's talk about that, I guess, from a professional side, what drives your passion for science? Let me, let me, let me start right there. It's definitely the mission, right? So it's the mm. use of science and the leveraging the science to help people. And that, that's what, that's not the drive my passion. I've featured really over the years to strong physician focus, mm. both customer and patient focus. So this really emotional maturity really had started pretty much when I graduated, right? So, and things exactly about it. what, what drives my passion is still drives my passion because that, that there's a mission, really a noble mission behind uh, what we do what do you work? So, I mean, it's an awesome job, honestly speaking. So. I, 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 I love that. And you, where did you go to school? I'm just, just curious. Yeah, I'm Italian, so I graduated. Yes, I'm Italian, so Italian origin. And actually moved to the U.S. very recently. And uh, I'm a biodication, uh, molecular biotechnologist. And so I'm a scientist. Uh, I graduated with a master's degree in molecular biotechnology. So then actually, I have continued my studies and I've already a five-year postgraduate program that is considered equivalent outside Italy to a PhD. Yeah. But actually, I mean, we need to point out it's absolutely, you know, PhD and his biopolis a five-year postgraduate program. We need to do very different distinct aspects, so right, career paths. And, and so if you take this postgraduate program as, you know, most of the medical school and specialized in clinical biochemistry, it really means that you want to have a career in the healthcare industry, right? So, mm. and that it is very clinical. So that's why it needs a strong cluster patient focus. And so I started my career, I remember, you know, when the post-grade improvement that I was working at hospitals. So that's where I started my career. And it is specifically in the diagnostic medicine laboratory. So that's where I learned different kind of diagnosing technologies to uh, analyze, you know, biomarkers and biological fluids, all this kind of stuff. And then when I landed, you know, into the specific sector, which is the uh, transfusion medicine, transplant biology uh, division that caused the you know. And that is a really, I think at that point, started reading my growth. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, when I started working in the genetic language, and that's exactly the point where I learned to deal with work pressure and time pressure. Because mm. I know if few people know that, but you know, especially when you are just what we're used to do is really analyzing the histopopatable between the daughter and the patient, right? In the context of bone marrow transplant or uh, you know, sort of organ transplant. And what what maybe the people in out of the audience not, don't doesn't know is that when you have a disease, you know, daughter, right? So that disease, the daughter, you have a really type time window, time frame to run all possible tests and uh, make sure those results are accurate because in, during that time, it's a really tight time frame during which your organ and that organ is kept alive. So okay. you need to make sure in that time that you find the right match. And uh, I think it really, that was the moment where I saw that massive, massive growth. And, uh, 
But then, you know, when I did, you know, tweets, I switched from the diagnostic medicine to the social medicine, the old and the first that, you know, uh, and that happened actually in his way because I was working on that. I think explains a lot of my passion because the first two, three years of my post-graded program actually wasn't paid, but I was working as a full-time employee. Okay. And, uh, uh, but then, anyway, you know, the hospital received its regional funding and the work, you know, budget was allocated to the, um, uh, to the solid tissue bank. That's where I was switched across the area and got closer to the cell journey. Love it. Love it. See, it was a loaded question because I, I knew the answer mm-hmm. of where you went to school and I knew that I knew that you were the scientist, but I, I, I did that for, to, to show subject matter expertise, right? For the folks listening and, and watching. So, so folks understand that you, you, I know you're the real deal. Now, now, now everyone else knows that you're the real deal mm-hmm. as well. What, what, what's, what's great and what's interesting, and we didn't plan this, but you, you, you touched on some things about the, I'm going to say the mental uh, stress levels or the, 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 the amount of, of pressure on you to do your job and to do your role effectively. Um, I did want to go into something particularly, and, and, and let's talk about that because, again, we, we talked about the passion for science from a professional perspective, but again, everything that you do, everything that you're involved in, all different stages of, of diagnoses, all different stages of illness, things like that, that's got to wear on someone uh, significantly. Right. And, and how you deal with that. So, so we talked about the professional side let's talk about the personal side. And I do want to bring up this particular tweet that you sent out, um, and, and, and go kind of in context about this. Right. And, and I'll read it out to, to, to folks, uh, after don't, don't be embarrassed too. I'm gonna read your tweet out online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> after 15 yeah, minutes of pause and deep breathing, I can pretty much sum up my life in the following lines. I have had, and still have hundreds of reasons to feel frustrated and as many moments in which I've felt and feel desperately helpless. But I have three very good reasons to feel empowered. One, I turned my passion into a career and I get paid to have fun. That's, that's really cool right there, which is very rare. I have a mission that started with helping people in need even before realizing that was my mission and it's now expanding into making the world a better place for future generations to live. That is the result of a long self-education process that is changing my beliefs and driving little meaningful actions in my daily life. My freedom. That cannot be taken for granted, and I will always be grateful to my old generation for what I have now. Life isn't perfect, but as a gift, I learn to appreciate the present because what I have today might vanish tomorrow. So when such helpless, so when such helpless moments come, I take a walk or a run, and if it is pouring outside, like it's doing right now in uh, in the East Coast, <laughs> I don't care because I love getting soaking wet and letting my feelings slip in the rain. Sarah, talk about this. This this is uh, yeah. we 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 got to go into this right because this is timely. It's happening right now, and and it speaks to everything literally that that, that you just said. So let, let's let's talk about that right there. That's driving you. That keeps you sane keeps you grounded yeah there's a lot to say about <laughs> that that's a good one right there that, that that's a tweet right there that, that, exactly. sh- that you should be saving in in the archives for sure yeah yeah and i mean i was only experiencing in that moment uh, the you know this uh, level of persuasion um well i haven't you know had it in the life so i mean uh, 
I was definitely very lucky to have supportive parents again, not because mm-hmm. of my time, and also a little bit more in a situation where I thought, you know, like I still have it using art, and so that's absolutely, you know, that's, and that's the dream that we worked. It's, but I also had to, you know, I had a lot of determination. I had to uh, fight and to grow big constantly with, you know, a brother that was the genius of the family. And, uh, and, you know, and they're trying to show me the people around me that I and a brain and an identity, right? So no, it's, it's a moment beside that. And I, it was particularly difficult because I remember when, you know, when it was in high school, secondary school, and then primary school, and I was my brother's sister. So I was not, I wasn't sorry. I was my brother's sister always, every time. And so, and I think, you know, I embodied that from that time, the, uh, Let's give her a second there. Probably having some internet issues. The on her was there we go. With, uh, with my frustration, with my frustrations, uh, uh, you know, it's taking up. Oh, there it is. Def- definitely storming in her neck of the woods in the country there. So that, that's why we were having some slight audio issues as well. But uh, I, I had a feeling that this was happening. We'll give it a second for her to come back. There we go. Oh, damn. I'm sorry. No wor- no worries. It's it's that crazy storm happening on the East Coast. So uh yeah. So we'll see, you know, we then you know I always used to hope we when the frustration is when you just sit in a walk around and I'm a solitary person, I have to tell you that. So even you know, I'm able to make tons of friends in a professional setting, you know, because I have this networking capabilities and also huge dose of self awareness. So, so I can say that I'm accomplished career, right? Mm. You know, from a professional standpoint, because I've turned my passion right into a career. And so I mentioned in the but you know, from a personal level, on a personal level, you know, I don't feel exactly complete. So yes, I can tell, oh. I can tell you that my life is rich, right? And it's rich because but it's rich from a professional standpoint. And that's what really, you know, keeps me motivating in my daily life. So but I can't say that I'm a complete person. A person that I'm a very shy, for instance, you know, so I'm, I'm an introvert person. I really struggle to make friends. And uh, yeah, that's, that's also the level of frustration. Yeah. It's the portion. Yeah. That's, a, and, and again, those vulnerabilities, those, those uh, yeah. just, just being able to be introspective and, and understanding our, our, our limitations, our wh- whatever they may be, you know, whatever adjective that you, that you want to use, but being able to put that out there in the universe and, 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 and acknowledge that and strive to do better each day, knowing where you came from, knowing where you are, knowing where you want to go. That, that's really what I read into that, right? You, you have respect for the ones that came before you. You have respect for your your technology, your industry, your education, and you're utilizing your platform because you do have the platform, right? And uh, your your platform is also the, those last three letters at the end of your name, <laughs> right? So so that yeah. right there, and and I, I I focus on that because I really like the fact of talking and and putting on a pedestal and showing and giving everyone their flowers, women and minorities especially in in in, in prominent position. So women in technology is huge and we need more champions like you talking, sharing these stories, sharing these awkward, vulnerable stories as well, because that focuses and helps us getting to those STEM environments and right the science, technology, uh, education, and engineering and math. So had to get, had to get it right. <laughs> so, so kudos to you on, on that. Appreciate that, uh, that, that dialogue and being vulnerable for a second. Um, 
let's talk about the role and, and talk about the future. So we talked about past and present, but, you know, future evolutions of your type of a role, what it is that you do, um, future evolution of things within your industry and your field of focus. What, what do you see for the biotechnology, agri, agri-technology, just, just again, what, what you see on a daily basis from your organization uh, coming down the pipe? Yeah. And uh, this is an interesting question, actually. And uh, I mean, I want to, to answer this question in the most accurate way because I mean, I think, you know, answer this question is important to understand the market scale, but necessarily it's absolutely important because I mean, it's absolutely key that to have a customer focus and a pigeon focus, but we are also part of a large organization and that has been competitive. So the market is very competitive. And so it is it's important and we'll learn to differentiate ourselves from the competitors. So, and I think that differentiation really comes from the leveraging the technology, right? So what technology has to offer. So, I mean, we have a lot of platforms, but I also perceive that in our little many other something speaking of from subject therapy and some kind of general context. Yeah. So uh, there will be a lot of solidity in technology. So I talk being developed in the end, even charting the same clinical education. So how do we remain competitive, right? So how do we ensure that we remain staying this, especially actually sustain, sustain that competitive And then it's exactly, I mean, I can see the CGT market is influenced and driven by no more progress in technology. So uh, one can do it from a CDMO perspective, it is important that we focus on algorithm information, so or technology that really allows us to automate uh, industrialize, you know, storage and therapy processes and to bring those processes to the market as soon as possible at an affordable price. And uh, I don't know, even in you know, artificial intelligence, I mean, there's a lot of focus uh, on artificial intelligence or, you know, virtual reality, machine learning, all this kind of, I see them as enablers, as tools, right? That, that allows us to improve operational efficiency. And when you improve operational efficiency, you also, you know, automate processes and uh, you are a better chance to, um, you know, produce I and mean, manufacture in a more efficient way at the lower costs. And uh, I think that's, uh, that's, uh, that's important. We should be the focus and that, uh, you know, it helps us doing things differently from our competitors. And, uh, and especially now, I see that there, these aspects are gaining a lot of attention from the regulatory entities, especially the FDA, and we know that governments, policy procedures are, are really the highest value to enter in the world space. So I think it's key to understand, you know, the, how these entities regulate those technologies. And uh, yeah, okay. we'll see a lot of advancement in terms of technology and new platforms. Let me, let me, I got, I got two, now I have two questions. I only had one question that I was going to ask, but you, you, you brought something up that I just, I kind of want, want to ask again with, and I, and I keep saying it, I use this phrase, you know, with the world stopping for 17 months, right? And has, has that caused you, your team, your organization to pivot and focus more, 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 more finally on, on COVID? Right. Again, so you were doing work, you were doing business be before the pandemic, right? And you, and you probably focused on, on, on a number of different things, a number of different diagnoses, and a number of different technologies, things like that. But has, has what we, what we as a planet have gone through this past 17 months has obviously, has that taken obviously the priority over any of those other activities? And do you see any of that shifting or do you see more resources coming? 
how, how has that affected you yeah. on a day-to-day basis, right? What, what you focus on? Yeah. So absolutely didn't change anything, which sense. So we were meaning a sort of competitive, right? Mm. And uh, we just increased our, uh, you know, portfolio. We just, you know, increased it. Mm. Uh, introduced the more modalities, right? Within our portfolio. And um, yeah, we just started manufacturing. We just, you know, focused a little bit more on what was a, an emergency situation at that time. Uh, but we still have not kept absolutely under, you know, manufacturing points. So, good. so I mean, uh, and we are allowed to buy the teams to you. It just wasn't, you know, you have an opportunity for us to explore, to explore the old, our new, uh, new areas of business. And, uh, that uh, which is absolutely takes them to the point already right now. I mean, and of course, material shortage of this kind of stuff, oh, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. it's been a, you know, probably general problem, but uh, absolutely it's not affecting us. My goodness, my goodness. All right, fun question, right? We we, we dove all the way down and, and we got real technical, but again, I'm a I'm a technologist by by education and trade, and we talk technology, you, you talk in platforms and hardware and stuff like that for you. What's, what's your, what's your favorite piece of technology? And don't sing your cell phone, Lord, don't say, you know, whenever I ask this and people say their cell phone, I want, I want to know what's your favorite piece you of really technology? You really want to say your favorite piece of technology, that specific question. No. Wow. Uh, so, uh, okay, I have to think about it. Oh, yeah. I think it is the self separation machine. My goodness. So, so hold on, draw, yes. you got to draw me a picture of that or something. Yeah. We got to talk about yeah, that. Yeah. Again, it's a salt separation. It's a CPEX technology. So it's, you know, it's cool. But I, I love this. I mean, I think I learned to use this in the past. No, actually, there's another one. But like, oh, because I got them all. That is my favorite. But I don't know if I can mention It's a solid sponge machine. It's an automated fire reactor. That's absolutely the coolest thing that I've ever worked. You you can't just throw that out there and and just leave it. Talk talk a little bit about it. Say, say that yeah. again. <laughs> it's okay now. It's an auto fiber bioreactor, and uh, you know it's used to culture cells and spawn cells in a closed system. Yeah. It so I just yeah, I mean just you know you you upload your cells in there and you just wait right the battery. That's everything. That's everything. It's a completely automated process. You just take samples, you have to monitor, you know, the, the opponents, you know, the results are growing. Uh, of course, I mean, it doesn't have a camera, right? So you can't really actually see what's happening inside. Uh, but you can monitor, you know, and really to, to make sure that everything is growing because <laughs> inside. And you can, it's incredible because it's a very cool path. It's such an amazing world by you know, a lot of fibers. And, uh, you know, they, the cells, I mean, it depends grow different cell lines, right? So I worked on specific cell lines that at the end, you got a huge enough ability for a huge yield of cells and then the two of these dopes. And so I was, but See that folks right there, there's true scientist answer right there. I, I, I normally get cell phone, laptop, or some piece of software. Sarah's talking about cell separation, uh, devices, things like that. So that, that's, that's pretty cool. Appreciate that. For how can folks stay in contact with you? I'm, I'm thinking you have a phenomenal story. You have a phenomenal industry that you're working in. You're, you're, you're in a great position to continue to uh, educate, you know, especially the generations coming after you. Uh, I will definitely put in the, in the, uh, in the show notes, your, your Twitter page. Right. So you'll start getting more followers on Twitter probably, <laughs> but again, is this probably yeah, the, the best way for folks to, to get in touch with you in case they have any questions after, after checking this out? 
they can use even my LinkedIn platform or okay. yeah, greener is fine as well. My name will LinkedIn as well. And he can, that's where my whole network is. So I have a lot of groups. So it depends, but they can use both. I don't okay. use Twitter that much. So, you know, it's just like, yeah, made an account with these. Oh, we're going to find a way to, to, to blow this Twitter up. We're, we're, we're definitely going to find a way to get, get you some yeah. more followers for sure. Um, Sarah, I want to be cognizant of your time, and I want you to get that opportunity to maybe go out and run in the rain today because that that's, that's what's happening right there in your, in your neck of the woods. I, I know that's and on that's your mind. I know that's on your, on, your, on your agenda. But first and foremost, I'd be remiss. Thank you for taking the time today, right? Because I, I think this was an important conversation. This was different of a, a, a slightly different conversation than I typically have, right? Especially on perfect, uh, mm -hmm. perspectives and focus, because I wanted to dive behind the scenes, pull kind of the, the veil back and let folks have a conversation and hear from someone who is in the trenches, right? Again, we I'll, I'll typically talk to folks who are on the front end, folks who are talking from a financial perspective, folks who are talking about the managerial side and kind of the strategy, but it's, it's the folks that are actually on the line during the operation pieces that we need to hear from as well and, and understand that their role and their activities matter. Um, the company matters, but more importantly, the people that are, that are doing the work matters. So that, 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 that was my goal, right? So that, that was my selfish mm -hmm. goal for having this conversation today. Mm -hmm. And sir, I appreciate you for coming on. I, I wish you nothing but but the best. And if you, wanted to have, if you had something you wanted to say in closing, I'll, I'll leave the floor for you, then we'll end. Well, it's been really a pleasure really talking to you and discussing with you and everyone who are with you said. I mean, extremely value the workforce and what's the workforce, uh, you know, in a, especially in such a you know, biotech history and, uh, and also in diversity and inclusion, you know, principles as well. Yeah, I appreciate really this conversation. Teams. Awesome. All right, go put on those new balances and go hit the work and go hit the road. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys have a great day. I appreciate you now. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. Thank you.